The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, killing the prophets and stoning those who are sent to you, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is forsaken. And I tell you, you will not see me until the day you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. So you can see as the Pharisees come to Jesus, their manipulation and their malice seems to know no bounds. They're always kind of slithering around him, as St. John the Baptist says, like a brood of vipers. You know, all of their intentions, everything is malicious about them. Even when they appear to be charitable, go away because Herod wants to kill you. It's actually simply to achieve their own end. They appear as if they care for him and his safety, but it's more just because they want rid of him. And so they've tried other ways to get rid of him, and so they come now with the appearance of charity. Meanwhile, what motivates their heart is malice and hatred for the Lord. And he says to them, go and tell that fox. It's interesting. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas and a few of the church fathers, I think that's where he draws the insight from. He says that what happens is when we begin to act not according to our reason and according to truth, we become more animal than human. And so when we start to act only according to our instincts and passions, when we do whatever we will or our lower desires dictate, we become more animal than human. We give up in us what is most truly like God, which is that we can act according to reason and truth and that we can love with our hearts. And so what happens is the Lord here refers to Herod as a fox. He refers to him as an animal because Herod is this one who basically goes after all of his desires, insatiable in his desires, and he acts like a fox. In the same way as we've just mentioned that these Pharisees are referred to as a brood of vipers by St. John the Baptist. They act like animals. They don't act according to truth or love. And so the Lord and St. John the Baptist refers to certain people in Scripture as animals. Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow. This is his work. His work, as we see in the first reading, is not against the powers of this age. He dismisses Herod as a fox. He's completely unafraid of earthly power. And then, as St. Paul says, our battle is against principalities and powers. It's a spiritual battle. And we must put on spiritual armor And so the Lord also is doing this and living this out in the gospel. This is the inspiration for St. Paul. 
he completely dismisses earthly power and he achieves his own ends. What we see in this is that nothing happens to the Lord outside of his own will. When he suffers and dies, it is because, as St. John tells us in his gospel and emphasizes, he is the willing victim. He is willingly the one who hands himself over to death. And so nothing happens to the Lord outside of his will, and he goes to accomplish his will, which is to be victorious in this battle against principalities and powers. He goes to perform cures and to cast out demons. He shows that he has an authority that extends far beyond what Herod's pitiful authority extends to. Herod only has control over what is temporary. The Lord has control over what is spiritual and eternal. He is able to cast out demons, and they are all obedient to him. The God of all creation is standing before them, and they are pretending to care for him. And so the Lord goes out and he accomplishes his will. He casts out demons, meaning casts out evil, but he also cures and heals. And this final curing and healing will come with his own sacrifice, that willing sacrifice of himself in Jerusalem, where he now, again, as we've said yesterday, fixes his gaze. And he laments over Jerusalem, 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 killing the prophets and anyone who comes in order to call you to conversion. And so he laments over the hardness of their hearts. And he says these words here in Luke's gospel, they're also somewhat repeated in, I think it's Matthew's account, when the Lord leaves the temple, behold, your house is forsaken. Your house is left, in other translations, desolate, meaning without its final purpose. And he's referring in that time to the temple, obviously. The temple was made for Christ, was made for God himself, and when he comes, they reject him. They don't want him there. And so the house that was made for God becomes, as the Lord says, their house. Fine, your house is left to you desolate, forsaken, meaning the purpose for which it was made will not be fulfilled, and not because of the Lord's will, but because of their will. But this can also have a deeper meaning with regards to ourself, because we are all made to be temples of God, temples of the Holy Spirit, dwelling places of the Holy Trinity. And when we reject Christ, we reject that for which we were made and created. And by our own will, because of sin, our own house, meaning ourselves and our soul, can be left desolate. But what we are called to is to have the Lord God dwelling within us by his grace, which we receive through the sacraments, so that our house is not left desolate, but our house, our soul, our heart, is left according to its final purpose and end, which is that it is a dwelling place of God, a place where God dwells in us, and then all of our activity is animated by that indwelling God. And in that way, we put on that armor of salvation that St. Paul speaks about, and we are able to enter into that battle against sin and principalities and powers, not by our own strength, but by the Spirit of the one who loved us and gave himself up for us. Amen.